0: you hear that sound? The E-Train is on the tracks.
1: Welcome to Let's Get Two, your tour of America through the lens of minor league baseball. Baseball from sea to shining sea. And now, the first pitch. Opening thoughts from James Christopher. Presented by BaseballMapper.com. And welcome to Let's Get to That's right, we are at our
0: very first ballpark visit. You can see the place is buzzing. There's other media here. That's so weird. I don't even know if that's in the shot right now. We're very excited about this season, and in many ways, this season starts now. We are changing the way our show works. We're changing the focus. So everything in this episode is going to be about Round Rock and Austin baseball the Round Rock Express, which you're playing now, and then Baseball of the Past, and also what to do when you're visiting Round Rock. We want this show to become even more community-focused. We want it to be a window into the community you're visiting whenever you take these ballpark trips. So we're very excited to be out at Round Rock again. We've got a bunch of visits planned for you going forward. We're going to be out to South Carolina. We're going to be in New England. We're going to be in South Dakota. We've got the entire country covered So this season make sure you stay with us.
1: From the bleachers, the let's get to game of the week. The devil lives in Austin, Texas.
0: It's a perfect Texas spring day. A nice breeze. What do you say we play a little baseball? It's opening day in Round Rock, Texas, and the day couldn't be better. The El Paso Chihuahuas are in town. It's the first day of the season. Let's go. And for me, the best part about opening day is the bunting. No, millennials, don't worry. Not that bunting. Del Diamond is ready. So is Nolan. So are the fans. And there's a party going on, music provided by the Leander Band, and they were rocking. If you've never been to Round Rock or Dell Diamond, it really needs to be on your baseball trip list. It's a big park with lots of options to enjoy the best game ever invented. It's got enough variety in the dimensions to add an added level of excitement to the game, all played on a pristine field of green. Like any good minor league ballpark, both outfields are surrounded by a berm, perfect for sitting and enjoying the game. And in right field, an actual round rock provides a great vantage point. My favorite spot to sit are the rocking chairs in left field. It's so relaxing. It feels so shaded. There's something kind of old school about it that just feels right. In the outfield, we have a batter's eye reminiscent of the one in Houston and two retired numbers. Jackie Robinson's iconic number 42 and the number for Mike Coolball, who was tragically killed by a line drive in 2007. The express brand It's classy, it's bold, it's strong, and it's all over the ballpark. While the Express represent the present and future of baseball in Central Texas, the past is represented well. From reminders of Austin's Negro League past to remembering the greats of Round Rock's own history, the connection that baseball fans love, one foot in the past, one foot in the present, is very real. Chief among that past is the honoring of Nolan Ryan. There, they recognize and commemorate his strikeout record and feature a bunch of amazing art all over the ballpark. They even honor the most epic of minor league baseball stunts, the legend of Rojo Johnson, a.k.a. Will Farrell. I was there. It was amazing. And if you haven't seen it, you have to Google it. Actually, never mind. I'll put a link in the description of this episode. Taking a break from the game, you can hit up the bullpen bar and the home run dugout where you can use the simulator and take your hacks in a multitude of ballparks in the shadows of some of baseball's greats. When it comes to your taste buds, the Express got you covered with a variety of local Central Texas flavors. And it wouldn't be minor league baseball without some mascot tomfoolery and hijinks. But with opening day comes the pageantry, The Express took some time to recognize community leaders who responded quickly and compassionately to the devastating tornadoes that hit the area in March. Then, civic leaders threw out the first pitch. The anthem is always one of my favorite parts of the ballgame experience, and I love it on opening day with the full roster announcements and then both full teams lined up on the first and third baselines. Before the game, Round Rock recreates one of my favorite traditions. In honor of fallen military and first responders, the first ball of the game is thrown around the infield from pitcher to catcher, third short, second to first, then right, then center field, and on to left field, before ultimately being thrown out of the stadium. It's beautiful, it's moving, and again, not something I've seen anywhere else. But now we're underway, and there is no stopping this train more beautiful Texas skies, a park that looks amazing at night, and the best game ever invented.
1: Me the merch, fashion, baseball style. Wow. Presented by the Baseball by Design podcast.
0: That's right, we are back for a new season of Round Rock Express Baseball, which means new stuff at the Rail Yard Team Store. Now I'm going to show you what all they have because they are stacked to the gills with any kind of look, both past and present from the Round Rock Express. I grabbed... The Austin Senators fishing shirt, because my wife says I look good in these things. And the, my by all means, favorite style of hat. The Round Rock Express, but it's the 3930 Clubhouse. Uh, I remember being very disappointed that the Astros didn't have a 3930 version. Round Rock does, so I got it. Ball's in your court, Houston Astros. But take a look at what else they have to offer at the team store. One of the ways you can decide how serious to take a baseball team is the merch. And Round Rock is a perfect example of doing it right with a loaded team store. Hats all over the place. All of their looks and a lot of styles from 5950s to 3930s to 940s and anything in between. Game-worn lids and the clubhouse variants, the hat selection is really no joke. Jerseys from several eras of baseball history in Central Texas, from the Express to the Senators to the Black Senators and some of their temporary brands like the dance halls. And of course, t-shirts. From adults to kids, clothing to novelties, the Real Yard Store has a lot to offer, and you can find most of it online. Check the URL in the description of this episode.
1: Holler and a Swaller, a chug of ballpark brew. Presented by The Hitter Sports.
0: And welcome to Holler and a Swaller, the first Holler and a Swaller of the baseball season. I have the Round Rock Express beer bat filled with Crawford Bach because no self-respecting Astros fan drinks Bud Light. No one should drink Bud Light. Let's be perfectly honest. It's practically horse urine. But if you come out to the Round Rock Express, you've got a lot of alcohol options. We're in the bullpen bar Lots of fun they've got a thing called the bombshell which reminds you of those popsicles when you were a kid. Lots of great stuff to drink you don't have to drink bud light so make sure you get out whenever you're out down here in Round Rock drink something fun and holler to swallow baby. The Saint Louis team. We have uh, who's
2: on first, what's on second. I don't know who's on third. That's what I want to find out. I want you to tell me the names of the fellows on the Saint Louis I'm, team. I'm telling you, who's on first, what's on second, I don't know who's on third. Do you know the fellows' names? Yes. Well, then who's playing first? Yes. I mean the fellows. Who's
1: on, on first? 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 Who? The Let's the Get Two team of the week.
2: Who? The guy on first base. Who presented first? by
1: the Baseball Bucket List Podcast.
2: I'm not asking you. I'm telling you who is on first. I'm asking you who's on first.
1: That's the name.
0: So we're excited. First live game of the year to have friend of the show, Andrew Feltz, back on. I think you might be the most recurring guest ever on the show. Andrew, how's it going?
3: I love it. That's awesome. I'm doing great. We're just a couple of days away from baseball, so it's a good time of year for us here in Round Rock.
0: Yeah, um, just so excited. We're obviously recording this before the – the it's being recorded before opening day and then dropping afterward, but we're so stoked to get out there. Um, what have you been doing keeping yourself busy in the offseason? You know,
3: just little projects here and there. Uh no, we are we are just running full speed. Um, you know, really I feel like kind of 2022, you get through, of course, the canceled 2020 season. Last year was weird with with new um new league, new kind of MLB oversight. Now I feel like we've we understand it and it's now kind of time to hit our stride and and uh just run with it and do what we do best. So it's been a lot of Preparing our theme nights, our promotions, our branding, our marketing efforts, and really perfecting those things and and um, amplifying them. And really, like I said, just it's going to be a big year for the Rhine Rock Express and for, for I think minor league baseball in general. Uh, longer season again. COVID kind of has has uh, not completely gone away, but it's less protocols, less strict as it was the last couple of years. And I think folks are kind of used to it now and and uh, know what to expect when they come to the ballpark. So we um, we're really just. Trying to make this the biggest, best year we've had.
0: How, um, how are you feeling knowing that it's going to be somewhat normal? Because I think even if there's a thing like this, I don't see us going back. Like it's going to be somewhat normal. How, just how excited are you for that aspect of it?
3: It's it's, it's incredibly exciting. Um, you know, really, the last time that, that we had a normal season was 2019, which feels like it was a decade ago by now. And uh, so much has changed since then. And um, it, it is it is really exciting to be on the you know, precipice of the season and knowing that, Hey, we're going to be as back to normal as we possibly can. And of course, you know, everybody talks about the new normal and we're just still going to have COVID testing and we're still going to be, you know, monitoring it on top of it. But I think you look around at, at other sports leagues, the NBA, the NFL, uh, even major league baseball last year, how they were able to kind of coexist with, with this, you know, new normal that, that we're all experiencing, but um, it's exciting now. It's, it's kind of our turn, right. in minor league baseball. And, and we, we know what we're dealing with. We know how to operate. We know the protocols. We know what Major League Baseball and, and the Texas Rangers are asking of us. And so it's, uh, it's like you said, it's exciting to, to think, all right, let's buckle up. We got 150 games. This is, you know, what we do best. Let's, uh, let's hit it.
0: I love that it's 150 games. Um, one of the things that's back, speaking of new normal, uh, Pacific Coast League is back. Um, try to explain to people, like, you know, we have a lot of people that listen to the show who are, purely major league fans. And they're like, why do you care that it's the Texas (laughs) league or the PCL? Just maybe give us a little bit of why does it matter?
3: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, baseball is so, so steeped in history and tradition and the Pacific coast league is right there um, in terms of that history, and that tradition, you look at some of the franchises that have participated in the Pacific coast league and expanded and, and joined major league baseball. You look at some of the players that have come through here and the Joe DiMaggio's and the Jackie Robinson's and guys that played in the Pacific coast league and, um, yeah, a lot of people, you know, what's in a name and, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's still there. The history is still there. The tradition is still there, but I think there's something in having Pacific Coast League on our marketing, on our team, on our branding that, Hey, this is, we're part of a historic league that's been around for, you know, a hundred plus years. And it's, it's, we're writing our own chapter. Um, and then if nothing else to get away from saying that we are the AAA West League East division, uh, was just a geographic nightmare for a lot of folks. <laughs> Um, and, you know, I think it, it kind of took away a lot of the character from a lot of these leagues, not just triple A West, but of course the Texas league. And you go in the, the Sally and the, up on the East coast and all these leagues again, that are steeped in so much tradition and, and history. And I think it's, it's a great thing for the game to have these names back. Um, you know, I think there's probably a lot of, of baseball purists that are, are most excited about it, but it was fun in our, um, in our, our, all of our, uh, PR meetings across the, the league. You know, I think we all collectively hated the AAA West. Um, just again, kind of erasing that history and setting it aside and, and all the rest. And so we were incredibly excited when we got the news that Pacific Coast League is back.
0: I think the level of excited I was just because, you know, I'm on the MILB, I get all the press releases early. And I was like, oh, I, I was like, I, first of all, I felt cool. I could break some news. <laughs> but I was just, I was so excited. One of the things I wanted to bring up before we get into the season and, Full disclosure, um, in the segment after you, which has already been recorded, because TV is weird, we have one of the heads <laughs> of uh, Go Round Rock, the CVB, on. Um, part of the, oh, cool. the show was the community at large. Oh, and yeah. we spoke about how good of a community partner the Express is. And I think that really showed itself. First of all, you showed it at COVID. You showed it when it came to, to testing and vaccines. The tornado. Um, for those of you who are watching, we got hit with bad tornadoes i personally had a student who lost everything um you guys i mean minutes afterward we're already saying here's a shelter here's where you can come how important is it that you guys are that big in your community
3: yeah J- james thank you for saying that um that's that's really what this whole organization is built upon the foundation that the Rock express and dell diamond and, and our ownership group is built upon is giving back to the community making this space somewhere where folks for the majority of the time, come out, watch a ball game, spend three hours, don't think about whatever else is going on outside of Dell diamond. Um, And then of course, like you mentioned in times of need, that's, that's, we're here. We're in the middle of the city. We're a a local landmark. Everybody knows Dell diamond, where Dell diamond is, how to get there. Um, When you have, I think an event like earlier or late March, when the, the tornado outbreak hit and everything's upside down and, and, we were able to say in the city of Round Rock and Williamson County is able to say, hey, there's a shelter at Dell Diamond. There's resources at Dell Diamond. People that's, a, you know, they know where that is. That's, hey, I, I know this. I, I, I'm familiar with it in the midst of everything else being unfamiliar um, for a lot of folks. So it's it's always humbling um, to be a part of those things. And like you mentioned with the tornado, we actually uh, myself and our our CEO and president and general manager, we were all out at spring training. Uh, when the the tornadoes hit and we started seeing on social media and getting texts from the police chief and the county folks and uh, I mean really that's that's kind of our just our, our, our knee jerk reaction what can we do how, how can we help we've got this facility, we were able to open our conference center as a, um, a temporary shelter for folks that had lost their homes, the American Red Cross came in and helped set that up and. Uh, our ownership group actually owns a, a hotel on our property that we use for our visiting teams and, and umpires. And we're able to get that open and get folks over there and, you know, take a shower and do what you need to do um, in the midst of of this, um, you know, tornado outbreak that we had. So it's, that really is, is paramount to us and our organization. And I mean, at the end of the day, we wouldn't have baseball without the support of, of the community and the city and, and the county. And so we always are going to look to do what we can to, to give back when we can.
0: Yeah, I think well said. And I, again, it's, it's knowing not just you. And I mean, we've known each other for years now, but knowing Chris, I was really proud of you guys for just, again, immediately. Like, I think I might've found out about the tornadoes hitting round rock from your tweet before I actually <laughs> heard about that. I was following the ones that hit closer to Austin, but let's talk a little bit about getting back to the ballpark uh, and mm-hmm. under better circumstances. Um, and I want to talk some, some of the promotions. First of all, let's talk about the regular ones that are back. because I think. Um, we have a new t-shirt dropping on our site that says it's dollar dog season. Like, it, like these are some that we check our clock to. What are some of the fun ones we have coming up?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um, we, one of the things that we love to do from a marketing promotion standpoint is have a different theme night every night of the week, uh, different promotions, something that somebody can enjoy. Like you said, the dollar dogs. Um, I think in the history of the Round Rock Express, dollar dogs has always been on Monday. And when the new AAA schedule came out, we don't play on Mondays this year. That's a league-wide off day. And so that was the biggest question that we got from folks. All right, when's the hot dogs? What day is hot dogs? So those are actually Wednesdays this year. Okay. But same, same, the dollar dollar hot dogs, uh, same great hot dog. You've enjoyed it at Dell Diamond. But, um, yeah, of course, our Thirsty Thursday, another big popular one. Uh, what's better than drinking a beer at a baseball game? Our Friday Fireworks, sponsored by Bud Light. That's another crowd favorite. It's always fun. Fridays, you know, see the crowd get bigger and bigger as the game goes on because folks are want to be in their seat for the fireworks.
2: Yeah.
3: Uh, our Saturday games are always uh, something different every Saturday from giveaways to promotions to concerts to uh, theme nights, all sorts of different activities. Sundays are our kids' days. Uh, we've got inflatables, we've got train rides, post game around the bases, all that kind of traditional stuff. But I think what I'm most looking forward to this year is a couple new things on our Tuesday nights. Um, you know, being local Austin area, our, our area code is 512. So we launched what's called 51 Tuesdays. And oh. Tuesday night, we're going to be wearing a brand new um, Austin Senators throwback jersey. Uh, they were a minor league team in, in Central Texas. Uh, I think they left maybe in the late 60s, I want to say. Um, so we'll be kind of um, celebrating all things Austin and Central Texas and Round Rock and, and this whole community on our, our 51 Tuesdays. So. Um, that'll be really cool to get to rebrand as the Senators. You know, one night every week. Um, our Friday night games are also going to be uh, Texas Rangers faux inspired uniforms. We got brand new powder blue, um, like those iconic Texas jerseys. Yeah, the
0: new powder blue, those are sharp.
3: They are really sharp. We have uh, powder blue pants, just like the Rangers do, and they are something else. I mean, I, I'm a sucker for the powder blues, and they look really slick. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. Lots of lots of different looks for the Express this year.
0: And that's, I I think, got to be also easier, not easier, but more settled for you guys, because now it's fully Rangers affiliate. There was no awkward last-minute changeover. I mean, now you really can't embrace uh, the parent club. Oh, absolutely. And you look at the
3: the Texas Rangers as an organization. They're celebrating their 50th season. There's a lot of excitement around that. We've been working pretty closely with a, a documentary crew that's put together just an unbelievable documentary about Nolan Ryan and his career, And our staff got to see an advanced screening last week. And it's, it's an unbelievable film. I'm excited for, for that to to hit. I think the the worldwide premiere is going to be on May 1st at Globe Life Park up in Arlington uh, after their game against the Braves. And so people get to see it for the first time, but um, you know, the excitement around them. Yeah. Like you said, just looking at the Rangers organization and you've got Seager and Simeon all of a sudden, and they've got a, a farm system that's rapidly ascending through the rankings. And so there's some um, some exciting young talent I think that's going to be working their way through Frisco and Round Rock and ultimately up to the Rangers over the next three four five years.
0: Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. It's like your guys are. There's definitely a a end a light at the end of the tunnel, I should say. Um, well, let's talk. Let, let's you and I play a little rapid fire because I, I'm really curious to see how you're going to answer some of these questions. Um, all right, Andrew, <clears throat> what is your go to ballpark food?
3: Go to ballpark food: grilled cheese, hot dog. Hot dog, but instead of a bun, it's a grilled cheese sandwich. Unbelievable.
0: And you have it at, do you have that at Dell?
3: We do. Yes, sir. Our left field, um, Good Stock by Nolan Ryan location. It's, yeah, that's that's my one thing I tell everybody.
0: All right. Well, I'm going to
3: try that on Tuesday. Solid. Yeah.
0: Okay. I'm into it. Uh, Marvel or DC?
3: Ooh, I'm a Marvel guy. All
0: right. What's the strangest thing you've seen at a ballpark or the first time baseball broke your heart? Either one of those.
3: Oh, gosh. The first time baseball broke my heart. Uh, I'm from Kansas City, diehard Royals fan. I grew up, the team was losing 105, 110 games a year. yeah. And that's all I ever knew. 2014, they went on that ridiculous run to the World Series. I think they won like 10 straight postseason games. Of course, they had that unbelievable series against San Francisco. The one thing that has maybe burned into my brain forever, two outs, bottom nine, Giants are up. I think it, they were up one Alex Gordon hits a triple. He's on third base. Salvador Perez popped out to Pablo Sandoval, third base in foul territory. I will never forget Sandoval catching the ball and falling down in front of the Royals dugout that they lost the World Series. And it's like, it was the most whirlwind season. Uh, I don't know if my heart was broken because, you know, nobody expected them to do what they did. But I just yeah. never forget that moment.
0: <laughs> well, and then they went and broke my heart the next year. So, ah, there you go. It's, yeah, it's, it's all box, it's a, it's a, <laughs> <the> Top Right. <laughs> Um, All right. What is your favorite team brand in baseball? That is not the round rock express.
3: Ooh, team brand. That's not the express. Uh, I'm going to get, I'm going to get some flack in our front office probably for saying this, but we built a pretty fun rivalry with the Nashville sounds uh, during the, when we were both in the Pacific coast league together pre 2020 and just on the field, fun rivalry off the field between our two front offices, fun rivalry, but really have, just a ton of respect for them and what they do and their branding and their look. And they do such a good job of embracing Nashville and music city and all of their marks and logos and everything that reflects that. Uh, they're one of my go-tos when I'm looking at, at ideas and need some creative inspiration. But um, if this ever gets back to, to Chad Seeley and Taylor Fisher and those guys at, uh, at Nashville, I might be in trouble.
0: You need to deny everything. Yeah. yeah um, uh, <laughs> it, it, but I, But I agree with you. I love it. I've never been, I haven't made it yet. I've got, th- two jerseys and three hats. So that's, that's me. Um, real quick, though, curious thoughts on the space Cowboys redesign, because I, I liked it much better than I thought I would.
3: Same here. Uh, yeah. We, when we first heard that, it's like, Oh man, what, you know, what is this uh, very minor league? <laughs> you know? I mean? yeah. uh, they really, they really nailed it on the branding. The logos are very cool. Their uniforms. It's um, again, embracing their city and their, their culture. And of course space city and being so close to Houston and, Astros affiliate and I think there's going to be some fun uh, back and forth between us and, and Sugar Land this year but yeah absolutely kudos to them for, for the way that they launched that and unveiled it and uh, yeah it's, it's, it's awesome
0: it really, yeah I was so shocked uh, I spent a lot of money that day at the opening okay anyway it's <laughs> not my therapy session um, alright dogs or cats
3: I'm going to go dogs
0: okay Star Wars or Jaws
3: oh uh, give me Give me jaws.
0: Okay. Kevin Costner is a cowboy or ball player?
3: Oh, these are this. This is tough. Give me uh give me ball player.
0: All right. Favorite spot to sit in a new ballpark.
3: Ooh, I love to go as high as I can above home plate. Give me that high home, all nine angle. That's 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 my favorite.
0: That's been the that's been the go to answer for a lot of people, which I mean, I love it, too. I yeah. All right. Last one. Um, Baseball season starting soon. What is your go to baseball movie to get in the mood?
3: Oh, that's good one. I love Bull Durham. Bull Durham and um, Major League are maybe my two favorite baseball movies. I could watch those any day of the week.
0: Yeah, the, particularly the baseball segments of Build Bull Durham is so good. I yes. now fast forward through the unnecessary eight-minute love scene with Susan Sarandon. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> He's Andrew Feltz of your Round Rock Express. We're going to be covering them throughout the season. Andrew, thanks so much for jumping on. We'll have you back on in a couple of months to see how things are going.
3: Absolutely. Looking forward to it, James. Thanks again. I appreciate you and, and your crew and all that you guys do for us and for minor league baseball
1: the seventh game inning stretch what's going on outside of the ballpark presented by the bad. dad hat chronicles
0: and yes everybody baseball is back and there was a lot to do at the dell diamond on opening day but it also means that there's a chance to go to round rock one of I think Central Texas is best kept secrets. We've got Chad McKenzie from Go Round Rock on. Talk a little bit about it. How's it going, Chad? Going well. So let's talk a little bit about there's a lot going on in Round Rock. Um, what makes that community stand out as far as a place visitors might want to wanna head to?
2: Yeah, sure. Round Rock, it's it's a very, very much a baseball community. It's kind of the express came in and and it kind of solidified what baseball means to uh, to Round Rock itself. And there's a there's a very vibrant baseball community. A lot of good high school baseball. The youth leagues are are fantastic here. And so as a whole, it's just known as a baseball town, and which is kind of neat, um, especially to raise and my son being a baseball guy. And so it was it was kind of neat to call base like Round Rock home because of that. But then. You know, it's just it's a great place to live, to work and, you know, to ultimately to play as well. So it's just a, a really great community in that sense.
0: One of the things that we saw, um, I guess, beginning last year was the building of the water park right across from Dell Diamond. Um, how big of an impact does something like that make on the community?
2: Well, that's definitely a game changer. I mean, that that uh, the Kalahari Resorts is, is what we're talking about. And it's the largest indoor water park in the country. And we got to take a little sneak peek at some of the other Kalaharis. If you haven't ever been to one, we, they took us out to the Poconos and we got to see that and kind of, kind of see what our community was getting. And I was absolutely blown away. And to know that ours was bigger than the one that was, that was at the Poconos was like, holy cow, Round Rock has no idea what they're about to get. And <laughs> since that place has opened, um, it's been absolutely phenomenal it's a it's a game changer in this community it's really great restaurants it's really great uh, atmosphere and then you've got the um, the convention center side of it that we you know have a bunch of conventions that come in and then they can bring their families and they have the indoor water park and the Fooleries is the name of a indoor it's an activity center or entertainment center with all kinds of laser tag and and ropes courses and climbing and roller coasters and everything inside there. And so it's a really great place to, to spend, you know, an afternoon and uh, all day out there. And then that evening walk across the street and and head over to the Dell Diamond for some great baseball.
0: Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Um, One of the things I love about Round Rock is it does feel like, it doesn't feel like a suburb of Austin. And I don't know if that's a sort of tricky word to use. It feels like its own inclusive small town. Um, how much of it is that? Is that just people like loving that community and supporting that community?
2: Absolutely. And, uh, you know, and our mayor and council have done a fantastic job of really building up the downtown area and making that a, a really sense of community and, and coming downtown. There's a lot of great restaurants and, and some nightlife down there. And you don't need to go to Austin to get everything that, that everybody perceives Austin has. And so, Um, That's what's really great about Round Rock is you can stay up in this area with fantastic hotels, fantastic restaurants, great nightlife. Um, obviously the baseball scene and Kalahari, like I said, with the water park and you know our just our local parks that we have and our trail system that goes throughout the entire community. there's just so much to do here in Round Rock that you don't have to travel in sitting in traffic on i-35 trying to get down to Austin for something. And so um, it's just a it's a great place to be and and, and to stay here in Round Rock and, and enjoy your time while you're here.
0: I have uh, created a, a rule for myself, well, I only go on i35 if I'm going north to the Dell Diamond from South Austin. I don't do it in any way, shape, or form. Um try agree or disagree with me. I feel like the salt lake in round rock is just as good as the one in Driftwood.
2: Agree 100 percent It
0: really is. Like I don't I don't understand people their their pushback on that. It's silly.
2: I, and I, I don't understand how they do it because everything about barbecue is the pit and everything else. And you know the one out in Driftwood, it's you know the pit's been there forever. And so you're thinking okay. But then you come to the one in round rock and the pit's newer obviously but it's the same quality food, the same bar. And it's amazing. And how they were able to, to move that this direction and, and have it right there is, is phenomenal. And it's great barbecue. I, their ribs, oh, especially when you get the family plate, I just sit there just bring the ribs. Just, <laughs> just bring ribs. the ribs.
0: Yeah, yeah I uh, it, it's it's a regular stop for me because I can only do so many hot dogs at the Dell Diamond. Uh, though I love a good hot dog, everybody. Um, but you did mention the food scene. What is the food scene like in Round Rock?
2: It's it, we've got some great restaurants. We got great chefs. Um, one of our uh, chefs was featured on a on a uh, national television program, and so you know there's there's a lot of you know, anything and everything you want. You know from the great great barbecues we just talked about, but you've got the Mexican food. There's great Italian places. There's great sports bars. Um, everything around up and down I thirty five. A lot of new restaurants are coming in, and they they understand the community of Round Rock and and what we bring as far as the um, the quality of, 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 you know, the quality of, of, uh, what's the word I'm trying to look for of, you know, experience that people are looking for right. when they come to Round Rock. And so it's just a, it, we are getting some fantastic restaurants. We already have some, obviously Round Rock Donuts is the place to go. Um, no matter what time of day, there's nothing <laughs> like yeah. a Round Rock Donut. and So you obviously have to get that while you're here in Round Rock world famous. So uh,
0: my wife's go-to is it's the only place near us with an Andy's frozen custard. So that's, yep always the trip back from the ballpark. Uh, but talking a little bit about that, I mean, how much does having, you know, a local restaurant scene or a local bar scene as opposed to a lineup of Chili's and Applebee's, which is, you know, they're fine, but how much, how much about having a, a local food and drink scene actually does help drive just again, the community and, and the desire for people to live there.
2: Sure. And like I said, going back to mayor and council and how they have really put into our small businesses and, and kind of raising us from the, you know, the Round Rock's been a bootstrap town. I mean, it's, it's grown from 5,000 way early days and it just exploded to where we're at about 125,000 in the city and 150, 55,000 when you look at the, the ETJ area around it. But it has really grown in that support of our small businesses and our local businesses and whether that's our, our, our boutique shops and everything as well that we have in downtown area um, and our local, you know, food food scene. It really is just the vision of the mayor and council of, of creating this town, of being a, a great place to live, work, and play, and that's their that's their motto and what they really want to push is that you, you we've got it all here and there's and there's fantastic all the way across the board. Um, you know, you've got the outlet malls that have all the chain you know, if you really want to do all your good shopping and then you've got the smaller boutiques and area and stuff like that. And same thing, you know, we have the BJ's restaurants and we have the Chili's and all that, but we also have some great, you know, um, Palermo pasta house and, yeah. you know, the um they're just fantastic restaurants. So.
0: Last question. And this was, was really curious when I was doing the research, you know, usually a CVB is named, you know, visit or discover. Why go Round Rock?
2: Well, it's a, it's a play on, um, multiple different ways. Go in round rock is to go to round rock and come enjoy our time here, but also go round rock in that baseball theme and the round rock express. And so it's a, it's a way to, you know, really kind of push that, you know, we can cheer on our community and the go round rock side or come to us and go round rock, you know, means you need to come here and go to round rock. Um, actually this is
0: really my last question. Um, tornadoes that hit round rock what does it mean for you guys in that community where people like the express step up, they were a shelter. And now they're going to be doing a fundraiser over the first couple of games. What does that really, what does that mean as far as community?
2: Yeah, it absolutely. And, and for the tornadoes, as tragic as they were for many different homes, over 630 different homes that were or structures that were affected to that. I mean, it's, it's a, it was a tough deal. It was a very um, you know, that, that tornado went right across Kalahari right across the street from the Dell diamond and it, as it passed right through there and, and a lot of the community, the homes that are through there. Um, and so, you know, it, it was really hit, a, 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 you know, a, a very vulnerable population in our community. And to see everybody just kind of rally behind that and to, you know, to, from the second that it happened, we had boots on the ground, just trying to figure out what needed to be done, clear the you know debris as best we can and get things back to normal as, as fast as we can. And it's a really community effort. If anybody can handle that, it's the city of Round Rock and our community and our citizens. And, and that certainly is that from, from the top down, like I said, our mayor and everybody there, all the way down to the citizens that live in those communities and helping each other out neighbor to neighbor. Um, and then you got the folks like the, the express and the Kalahari, even though they were um, they were hit, they were the first ones to step up and and give money back to the community, even though that their you know their facility, the, the Kalahari took a, a pretty big um, damage report on them. And so um, and then to have you know, the, the express do what they always do. Um, they're great partners to our city and have been a, a fabric of our community that we you know, we love having them and always will um, you know appreciate everything they do to this community.
0: Well, Chad, we appreciate you jumping on. We're going to have the link to go round rock underneath the interview. So, hopefully, people will check you out when they get out to the ball game. Thanks for joining. Let's get to
2: Absolutely. Enjoy your time at Dell Diamond.
1: Raiders of the Lost Diamond, digging into baseball's past. Presented by Finlake Media Design. Welcome to the latest segment of
0: Raiders of the Lost Diamond. We're coming to you from Downs Field, the current home of Houston Tillerson University and the site of the former home of the Austin Black Senators, Austin's representative in the Texas Colored League. Well, you may have heard of the Negro Leagues, the Negro National League, and the Negro American League. Did you know that there were also minor league circuits in the Negro Leagues? Today we're going to be talking about the Austin Black Senators who played in the Texas Colored League from 1923 to 1926. Although they only played a few years in an organized league, the Black Senators played in some form of fashion as early as 1908 and into the 1950s. Like many Black baseball teams in the early half of the 20th century, the Senators were barnstormers for most of their existence traveling from town to town and playing exhibition games. While we're experiencing a renaissance of Negro League research, many details of the Black Senators' history are still sketchy. While it's not well known where they played their home games, from 1927 to 1938, they played their games at the field of Samuel Houston College. Several future stars of the later Negro Leagues graced the Diamond in Austin. Legendary pitchers Satchel Paige and Hilton Smith second baseman Tony Stone, and shortstop Willie Wells all made appearances for the Black Senators. Wells, an Austin native, went on to play for the St. Louis Stars, Chicago American Giants, Newark Eagles, and the famed Kansas City Monarchs. He also spent several years playing in Mexico for the Azules de Veracruz, the Haladores de Tampico, and the Mexico City Reds. Wells enjoyed the relative lack of discrimination in Mexico and also picked up the nickname El Diablo for his fierce style of play. He is widely credited with inventing the batting helmet. While playing for the Newark Eagles, Wells wore a construction helmet to bat after being hit in the head by a pitch. Willie Wells is considered by many to be the best shortstop of his era and one of the greatest of all time. He is one of the few players elected to the U.S., Mexican, and Cuban Baseball Halls of Fame. For those interested in visiting a piece of baseball history, the Black Senators are commemorated at Downs Field in Austin on the site of the old Samuel Houston College Park. Currently, Houston Tilliston College plays their games there. Beside a baseball diamond and an historical marker, Downs Field features mosaics of several legendary Black Senators players. Currently, the Round Rock Express honor the black Senators throughout the season, including raising awareness, wearing throwback uniforms, and carrying merch in the team shop. It's important that we don't forget these Negro League pioneers playing baseball right here in Central Texas. Again, if you're in Austin, whether you live here, whether you're coming to see the Express, you got to swing by and see this living piece of baseball history. It's a great reminder of just all the talent that was playing in the colored leagues. And then the sad reminder that we were still dealing with segregation that late into America's past.
1: And now on to close it out, the right hander from Houston, Texas, James Christopher.
0: So that does wrap up this episode of Let's Get To We had a great time out here at Dell Diamond for the Round Rock Express season opener. I hope you guys enjoyed what we showed you at Round Rock. And when you start to make your own ballpark trips, this should be one of the big ones on your trip. Not only that, it's centrally located. So you can get to Corpus, you can get to Frisco, really get some bang for your buck. So again, that does wrap us up. Make sure that you're planning your ballpark trips, get out to the ball game and let's get to Let's Get 2 is presented by Twitchy Dolphin Media. Executive produced by Jessica Bybee Judgets. Produced by Andy Tomchessen, Scott McIntyre, and James Christopher. Associate producers Andrew Nelson, Timothy Judgets, and Jess Canaster. Music by Andy Burtelson, Grace Usselman, and On Holiday. All content created by Let's Get 2 is the sole property of Twitchy Dolphin Media. All content created by teams covered in the episode are the sole property of the trademark holders. Let's get two is a proud member of Curved Brim Media.
2: This podcast is part of the Curved Brim Media Network. Here are some of the other members of Curved Brim Media.
0: I am James Christopher, host of Let's Get Two, and we are gonna be taking you on a tour of this great country through the lens of minor league baseball. That's right, from C to shining sea, we're going to be looking at towns big and small as we explore the greatest game ever invented.
1: This is Patrick and Corey of BaseballMapper.com,
3: and we have made an interactive map to help highlight all baseball teams from the
1: majors down to collegiate summer leagues. We want to bring you closer to baseball, so get on the site and find a team near you today. Hi, this is Ed Rivera of the Data at Chronicles. Join me as I interview people just like you, and players, coaches, GMs, on the path that led you to become a fan of the sport.
2: What's up, Bucketheads? I'm Anna DiTomaso, and each week on the Baseball Bucket List podcast, I speak with a different fan about their favorite baseball memories, what the game means to them, and what's left to check off on their baseball bucket list.
0: Hey guys, this is Patrick Larson from the Minor League Baseball Hat History Series. And in every episode, I go through the history of minor league teams through my personal collection of hats. You can find me on Twitter at at patlarson one I hope you
1: guys enjoy. Hey guys, this is James. I cover the Appalachian League. And you can find me on Twitter at MikeUpGravely, M-I-C-D-U-P-G-R-A-V-L-E-Y.
2: And I'm Paul Caputo. I tell the story of America, one minor league baseball logo and nickname at a time on the Baseball by Design podcast.
1: Learn more about Curve Brand Media at CurveBrandMedia.com.